Hey, this is Antonio Valenti from Reality Suite, and you're checking out the Bottom Line Podcast. Oh, what's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. Jimmy Finesse, Mr. Taco with you, a.k.a. Austin Myers. We hope you are well. Austin, I don't know if anybody notices this if you're watching on YouTube. I'm coming at you in 4K. I got brand new equipment, a new webcam, new microphone. I'm, I'm coming in the new year, red this hot is, and ready to go. This is Jimmy right now. <laughs> I'm not flexing that bad, but okay, I'll play along. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't know that yet. <laughs> and nor, the, nor do they need to know that anyway we hope you're well as always thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen much appreciated be sure to hit us up on all social media twitter facebook instagram tiktok run by austin if you don't know at bottom line wmcx and do not forget to use hashtag bottom line now before we get started with today's episode i must uh get this out there full disclosure if you didn't notice um last week I was out of commission. I was battling a little bit of a cold, not COVID-related. I took a test. I'm negative. I'm all clean. It, it, Everything's it, all good. It doesn't matter. We still put you on COVID protocol for a week. <laughs> yes, you did. Even though I'm even though I'm clean, you still put me on protocol. But hey, listen, in all seriousness, Austin and his friend Matt really, really held it down for me while I was gone. And I really can't thank you boys enough. You uh those past two streams. <laughs> We're really, we're really, really a blast. Want, like I, I, I can't, I can't even. Those. I don't think I laughed that hard in a while. I don't want to talk about those. <laughs> I mean, despite oh, boy, despite boy. having no voice, I don't think I have laughed that hard in quite some time. But you, you boys provided some great entertainment. Everybody was getting involved, and thank you to everybody who tuned into the past two live streams. Much appreciated, and thank you to those who reached out. Um, wishing me well. I am all good. I'm all, my voice is back. Thank heavenly God. And I'm all clean of my cold. So I am back. I'm yeah, better than yeah, ever. Yeah. And I am ready to go. Fun fact. He actually cleared COVID protocol this morning. <laughs> oh God. Oh, great. NHL talk is today, my friend. Yes, we got quite a bit to discuss, but with one where, team well, in where, particular. Where, where, uh, yeah, the New Jersey Devils. Where's Neil? I wish it was them, but there is news involving them, which we'll get into in a little bit. But before we get started, as always, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Hit that bell so you don't miss an episode and subscribe on all audio platforms, including Jimmy when searching for this podcast. Now we can get in the swing of things. So, yes, um, there is a bit of news involving the New Jersey Devils. Um, they just announced it um, a few uh, a few hours ago at the time of this recording. Um, first of all, uh, Dougie Hamilton is out indefinitely with a broken jaw. Ouch. He's having surgery on Nico Hishier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Nico Hishier is going to be out for at least a couple of weeks with a broken ankle. And Igor Sharangovich, and I forget who else, but they were placed on a COVID protocol list. So it's Sharangovich and somebody let's, else. Let's not forget about Bernier. Yeah, and, and Bernier. Bernier's done Bernier, for the year, too. He's done for the year with his surgery. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a tough pill to swallow if you're the Devils. I mean, you you brought in Bernier, given the fact that he was going to be your number one guy, and now he has hip surgery, and now he's done for the year. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, 
Not fun times for the Devils. And uh, Pavel Zaka is the other name I was thinking about that was placed on a COVID protocol. So yeah, Pavel exactly. Zaka and uh, Sharon Govich. But if yeah, not not fun times for the Devils right now. If you're a Dev- if you're a Devils fan, I feel so bad. No, it, it, look in all seriousness, I do I do feel bad too, and I do wish everybody. Um, nothing but the best. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to make fun. It's not my intention, but in all seriousness, I do wish everybody, we wish everybody nothing but the best. But the one team I want to talk about in particular today is my team, the New York Rangers, because who saw this coming? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, no, I'm going to be a hundred percent as real as I can be. I did not see this coming. One bit. I mean, I, I did mean, not see this coming. I kind of saw it coming after uh, Chris Carter decided to step it up a bit. Mm, yeah, he's been. Carter's been kind of carrying that team. Yeah, I mean, he's he's one of the players carrying this team. As we stand right now, at the time of this recording, they're 22, 8, and 4, 48 points. They're tied in points with the Washington Capitals in the Metropolitan Division, but as we stand right now, and obviously that's subject to change, they are the number one team in the National Hockey League. And when is the last time you can say that about the New York Rangers? Honestly, it's been quite a while for these boys, but these th- this team, as presently constructed... Now, I said before the season started that the Rangers were going to make the playoffs, but I did not expect them to be this good so far in the season and we haven't even hit all-star break yet so can you imagine how they're going to come out after all-star break if they keep up this torn pace i just want to make it known that i guess you guys are tied with the capitals so that means watch out for coke mancusi because coke mancusi he'll come in hot oh yeah yeah that's a fair point that's a fair point i I can't argue with that you're only what Four, three points. Literally, the top ten are covered by nine points. Yep. Which I mean, it's a that's a big thing coming in. I mean, sure, nine points is what almost four and a half games. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's four games in an overtime. Yes. Well, yeah, that's still a bit. Yeah, that's a big margin, but a lot can still happen. Well. Once that all, because you know as much as I do, as soon as that all star break hits, that's halfway through the season. And a yeah, lot of no, teams you're right. the all star break, and it seems like with a lot of teams, as soon as the all star break hits, they start to get injured a bit more because every player is playing harder. Play hard, work hard. That's what it is with those teams once all star break's done with. Yeah, no, you're, 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 you're 100% right. I, I can't argue with that. Um, but Let's face it, it probably doesn't get easier for the Rangers coming up as they are getting prepared for a five-game road trip coming up that starts this upcoming Thursday, January 6th, when they go out to Vegas to play your Vegas Golden Knights. Austin, that's a 10 p.m. Eastern time puck drop on MSG. Oh, my God, I'm actually If you're in the New York area. Oh my God! I'm actually going to be home for that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I believe that's at 9 p.m. Your time. time, correct? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay, so they start there. To watch that night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That there you go. And then right after that, on January 8th, 
They go to Anaheim to play the Ducks. That's also a 10 p.m. Yeah, puck drop. So they have a Vegas trip. They have three games in California, and then they have one game in Philly. They have the Ducks game on Saturday the 8th, and then Monday, January 10th, they play the LA Kings. That's a 10.30 puck drop. And then they play the San Jose Sharks January 13th. That's a 10.30 puck drop. And then right after that, uh, January 15th, that is a 7 p.m. puck drop. They are in Philly to play the Flyers. So these next five so, yeah, games. you got that West Coast swing. I can see you guys probably beating all three California teams. Okay. Okay. No, that's fair. That, but that's if Anaheim doesn't get Seagrass back. And I'm mm. pretty sure he's clearing COVID protocol here. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, if, if they get him back in time, then that's going to be tough for the Rangers. But if they don't, then I can definitely see them beating uh, the Ducks. But I can see them beating the Kings. I can see them beating the Sharks. I can definitely see them beating the um, the Flyers because the Flyers have been on and off all year. And I think, I, mean, they fired, they, I think they fired Elaine Vigneault recently because they've just been so horrid lately. And, you know, I haven't really watched the Flyers all that much, so I don't know how they've been playing recently. But let's face it, the last time I saw them, they've been absolutely horrid. So, in my opinion, the Rangers should beat the Flyers. If you if you guys get lucky, you'll probably get, like, a four out of five on the road trip. Yeah, yeah. I don't expect anything much. At a, I don't expect much coming into the Vegas game. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm actually in agreement with you because I, I honestly do not see a scenario in which the Rangers beat Vegas. I'm sorry. I really don't. I, mean, I, I, mean, I really think Vegas with, has the advantage here. I mean, we said that with the Jets, and look at what happened. They beat us in overtime. <laughs> that is true. I did forget about that. Um, but, no, listen, in, in all seriousness, with this Rangers team right now, if they keep up this torrent pace, they might just shut me up and make a deep run in the playoffs. I mean – I could because I said it. I said I don't think this team is ready to compete for a Stanley Cup yet. But something is happening there that's making me shut the hell up. So because you mentioned Chris Kreider earlier, Austin. Chris Kreider is having probably his best season of his career so far. Mika Zabenajet, I mean, what else do you expect from him? He's Zibby. I know Panarin is on COVID protocol right now, so they definitely miss him, but Panarin is. In I mean, a whole other Laff- world. And I mean, Laffy's Laffy starting to step it up. Yeah, finally. Talk about somebody who needed to step up big time. Lafreniere is finally starting to get going. Kako has actually been showing. playing yeah, decently Kako, as of late. That's another one that has been showing up lately has been, Kaf- has been Kako. Yeah. I mean, but both he's, of them being high up draft picks, they were pretty much – there was a lot of hype behind them, yeah. And their they're they're first seasons, so their rookie seasons, they both were – kind of mediocre Mm. so everybody was like oh we're all this hype that they had we're little to none now yeah now that all that hype's worn off on them here they are coming up through their ranks yeah yeah you're right and hopefully they can uh, continue this pace but can we just talk about ryan strome for a minute i mean this guy i mean talk about resurrecting your career this guy used to be an oiler Okay, and they played the Oilers just recently, and they beat them uh, four to one. And Ryan Strom had won the goals, and Ryan Strom is basically revitalizing his career with the Rangers. He has been absolutely killing it as a center for them. Absolutely killing it. This is something I want to bring up, though. The Oilers 
are not what they were a few years ago. No, they're not. Although they're- McDavid and Dreisaitl continue to kill it, even though McDavid got robbed by Alexander Georgiev, which was oh an unbelievable was save. Beautiful. But the thing with them is the fact that they, the Oilers, they're only relying on McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, pretty much. That's all that's really all they have this year, because they got rid of James Neal. They got rid of all these other players that were doing really good for him. I mean, sure, Nuge and Yamamoto are doing good for him right now, but other than that, you can't rely on just McDavid and Drysaddle to do all the work. Darnell Nurse is not a scrub though either, though. No, Darnell Nurse, no, but they don't really. He's really not talked about much. True, true. I don't know, man. Look, you are right about the Oilers. They're re- and Shannon of the Slapshot Sweethearts brought this up when we had them on um, last year. The Oilers are really not that good of a team. They no, have two really they good have hockey two players. Really good players. So you are right about that. And look, if they keep relying on those two too much, then I'm sorry. They're really. They're really They're not going to get anywhere. But, exactly. look, it is what it is. I, I'm no hockey savant, but what do I know? But anyway, and back I mean, to the Rangers gotta, here. And, I mean, you got to remember, though, the Oilers also, they were looking for more on their defense. With, that's, that's why they picked up Duncan Which is what Keith. I've been complaining about for years. And that's why they picked up Duncan Keith. Keith's supposed to be putting that, veg, that veteran mentality in that team. And has Keith done much this season? No. No. I don't. I mean, I know Keith wanted to leave Chicago, but I don't think he wanted to go to Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, out of all places, Edmonton. I think I honestly think Keith would have been better off going to Buffalo. Hmm. Interesting. Like, well, I mean, to, and to, to be fair, at least he would have made them at least somewhat more competitive. Okay. L- listen here, Buffalo is doing fantastic the way it is. <laughs> they've got they've got a competitive set of guys over there now. They just need a. I think <clears throat> their goaltending just needs work because, I mean, Uka Pekalukinen and Malcolm Subban ain't just they ain't cutting it. Mm. Well, I mean, I as mean, of right now, they're ten, seventeen, and six. They're an eighth in the in the uh, the Metro. I mean, at least they're not the Montreal Canadiens type bad. I mean, holy crap. <laughs> Congratulations. You're up the level. Big whoop. You're still Buffalo, a Buffalo Buff- Sabres in my Buffalo, opinion. Buffalo, you're actually doing things. <laughs> yeah, for once. But you're still the Sabres. But you're still End of the discussion. Sabres. Exactly. You're the place where careers go to die. <laughs> Egg freaking exactly. But anyway, here are a couple of things as to why the Rangers have been as hot as they are right now. Number one, they're scoring more, which is what I've been complaining about for years. Number two, they're actually defending, which is another thing I've been complaining oh, about for okay. years. You guys, you guys brought in freaking Barkley Goudreau. Who, who has also been hot lately. You brought in Stanley Cup champion Barkley fucking Goudreau. And all and? of a sudden, and now all of a sudden, after you brought in Goudreau, oh, hell. This team's fucking wolfing people. I mean, I mean, listen, I, I mean, still don't. I still don't think he's worth a six-year contract, but he's he's been really, really good lately. Oh, and not to mention, 
Ryan Reeves is also yeah, been really good for the Rangers. Rebo has been killing it. You guys brought in Gerard Gallant, who's yeah, making this him team too. look like a bunch of studs. Mm, yeah, he he's definitely he's definitely lighting a fire underneath that team. He's doing a fantastic he's job. He's doing what Reeves, he did with Vegas from year one. He's yeah. lighting a fire under their asses. Yeah, pretty much. But no, listen, Reeves Reeves brings that physical presence that the Rangers have not had since Brandon Prust. Remember him? Remember Brandon Prust? Yeah, the Rangers have missed him, and now they got Ryan Reeves, and he's just as physical as Brandon Prust was in his career with the okay, Rangers. Okay, let's be real. You guys didn't need Reeves. You got Truba. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, Truba's, Truba's actually having a quietly really good Mr. season. But Mr. Reeves, I wanna... Reeves brings a whole nother level of aggression. Okay, yes, Reeves does bring a whole nother level of aggression. But Mr. Jacob Truba is Mr. I'm going to send somebody to the hospital tonight. That's his mentality. Oh, yeah, my God. Just go in, he'll go in swinging for heads. Just... You're still on that, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to be on it. <laughs> oh, my God. He, well, he, hurt my, he hurt my Indian man. Of course I'm going to be on it. Well, thank the Lord in heaven he's okay. And yeah, look, in and all seriousness, thank God he's lineup. okay. Yes. He's, yeah, and he's been back in the lineup for yeah, yeah, for yeah, exactly. It's it's amazing to see. It's but look, fantastic. Other than that, he's having a really good season. No, no, don't say that because then he went and almost killed McKinnon the night I, after. I I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the two other hits he had after that. I'm aware. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay, whatever you say, buddy. But anyway, uh, but I'm 104 and against Jacob Truba. <laughs> I like him, but I don't like him too. There you go. There you go. But no, they're scoring more. They're actually defending. Their power play has been terrific, primarily thanks to Chris Kreider. But again, I digress. Okay, their penalty okay. kill, I mean, their Chris penalty Kreider. kill has always been the strong point of that team. So you really can't complain there. But I think their goaltending, their goaltending has really stepped up. Igor Shesterkin has been one of the players outside of Chris Kreider that has been carrying okay, the, team the thing about on his the, back. I mean, the thing about Igor is we expected it out of him after after uh, Longquist left. Yeah. Who, by the way, is getting his jersey retired this month, so. Shut up, we know. <laughs> just saying, just saying. You know who had his jersey retired before Longquist? Who? Kim Lennox. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'll give well, that you that was only. Well, that's only for a season, though. Well, well, yes, but even, even still, even still, it is it is well deserved. But no, in all seriousness, well, yeah, well yes, but I think it should have been just retired all the whole. For the <laughs> true, true. But listen, the Rangers. I've heard it from a couple of people that oh, well, the Rangers can't be good teams. Well, look at it this way: they beat the back-to-back Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Twice, once in a shootout on New Year's Eve, and once this past weekend. With okay? Barclay Goudreau. Yeah, because of Barclay Goodrow. Oh, and they also beat the Oilers, who are actually doing pretty good, despite the fact that they really don't have a good team around them. So they can beat good teams. They just haven't been able to be consistent with it. And this season, they're finally starting to show it. And that's where I think the problem is live with the Rangers for a few years. They've lacked consistency. You know, they haven't really helped out their goalies that much. They haven't really blocked as many shots. And now look what they're doing. Now that they're doing all the things that they're supposed to be doing, if this team 
as presently constructed stays put the next few years, we could be talking a dangerous Stanley Cup contender here. Well, yeah. But you got to think about it. A dangerous Cup contender can easily go down round one. Just ask Tampa Bay Lightning. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And, yeah, nobody will ever forget when Tampa won the President's Trophy and got swept by the Columbus swept, Blue Jackets. Swept by your Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> yeah, uh, in, four, in four games, which is in inexcusable. But then, but then they shut everybody up and won back-to-back Stanley Cups. So yeah, they, they were just showing that uh, that little bit of uh, Columbus train that we had going on was a bit of a <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're like, hey guys, you want to see a fluke, Columbus? Yep, pretty much. But pretty I mean, well. that brings that bring, and that's going to bring me to a point here in a minute. Yeah, but the bottom line with me is simply this: to wrap up this conversation about the Rangers, do I still think they're a playoff team? Absolutely, one hundred percent. They're going to the playoffs, but. I still am not will, ready will win, to call them a Stanley win. Cup contender yet. Will they I'm win still not ready yet. Probably not. I, I Look, I need to see more from them. I need to see yeah. more from them. But who's to say they can't shut me up? They just might. That's the bottom line with me and the Rangers. They are just absolutely red hot right now. As of right now, they're the number one team in the NHL. Obviously, that's subject to change at the time of this episode. But even still, they are off to one of their best starts of the season in quite some time, and I am one happy New York Rangers fan. Now let's get into another point of conversation here, and that is your Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, now we're, we're going to be, I thought we were, I thought we were going one way and then the other, and then bringing it back around. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Then, then yes, Austin, go ahead. You, you had a point go- to make. I thought we were going to the. I thought we were going to talk about the Blackhawks first. Yeah, no, 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 no. We can, we can. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Chicago needs help. They need help. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you can't bring up two AHL goaltenders and expect to be okay with it. Mm. What we saw these last two days, or these last two games with Delia and Soderblom, was absolutely disgusting. I mean, I get that Lankinen and Flurry were both on COVID protocol, but. Wait, are, are, are they still right now? No, Flurry got cleared. Flurry, Flurry got cleared. cleared. Okay, good, good. Flurry got cleared. I'm not 100% about Link yet. Okay. But I've seen both Delia and Soderblom play. And, I mean, they're questionable. But I think they would have been better off bringing up Cam Morris. Kale Morris, Cam Morris, something like that. Up from the Indy Fuel. I mean, sure, that's like a triple-A team. But what I've seen Morris do when he's out here playing for Rockford is absolutely incredible. Mm. I mean, that's where I would have brought I would have brought him up and maybe Soderblom because I don't know if Dealey is really worth it at this point in time. I mean, he's just been throwing it away lately. And I mean, I get it's hard when you have a defense that it really isn't doing much. I mean, Calvin DeHaan's not really cutting it anymore. And like I said, they got rid of Keith. Sure, they brought in Seth Jones, but was Seth Jones really worth it getting rid of Boquist? No. I don't think so, because look at what Boquist is doing with Columbus this year. He, he's, he's absolutely he's, killing it. He's rocking it as what I've been calling an offensive defenseman. Yep. That's exactly what he's doing. He's rocking it. And, I mean, maybe he found what he needed in Columbus. 
because he's not being held down like he was in Chicago. Yeah. Because when he was in Chicago, they were trying to keep him on that line with Keith to teach him the way. I don't think he needed to. I think what they needed to do was just let him do him. Because I'm pretty sure that's what they've got him doing in Columbus. And he's just doing exactly what he has to do. Yeah, no, you're uh, you make a fair argument. I mean, as we stand right now, they're 11, 17 and four. They're eighth in the uh, Pacific Division as we stand right now. So, yeah, all right. They, they, they need help everywhere. Let's just say that because, look, Taze and Kane are not getting any younger, same, okay? You they're they're going to call it quits before. soon, and you got to try and build a young core. No, 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 no. I'm going to stop you right there. You can't sure. even say Taves anymore. Taves is not producing. He's mm, maybe that, got that is three true. goals this season. Right now, you the talk has been Kane and Debrinket. Mm. I mean, I can see Kane staying longer, sure. But once Kane leaves, who's going to be there with Debrinket? I know – Everybody goes, oh, Kirby Doc's going to be his next right-hand man and this and that. No, Kirby Doc is not worth having him as the Brinkett's right-hand man. The Brinkett outshines him in any way possible. Mm. That's fair. And that's, a, and that's a hot take. And if you don't like it, come at me. Mm. Wow. Not even two weeks into 2022 and Austin's already spitting hot takes. I love it. I love it. We're coming in hot here on this show. But listen. God. Look. Both Taze and Kane, no denying it, they're going to the Hall of Fame when the career is over. There was absolutely oh, yeah. no question about it. But yeah, listen, you, you are right about Jonathan Taze. He's clearly, he clearly does not have it anymore. No. Kane, Kane is still Patrick Kane. He'll still be around for at least a couple more years. Look, I really I, like the break. I, I really honestly, do. I love the way he's producing. Yeah. But Kirby Doc, I mean, I really hate to say it, but he's as good as I think it. he's going to be in this league, I think you might be right. There's no one that's going to match what Patrick Kane and Alex Debrinkit have. You're right. It's it's just really, it's just really tough times for, it's tough times for the Blackhawks. Hopefully they can get it together. But you know what? I'm call I'm calling up Blackhawks GM GM and I'm telling him it's, it's time for a rebuild. Throw everybody out. Keep Kane. Yeah. Keep Debrinkit. Everybody else go. That's a rebuild. We're about to turn the Chicago Blackhawks into a super team. Mm, oh, God. <laughs> we're gonna, you're we're gonna, you're gonna turn them into the team that won three cups in the last five years. That's where we're going. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna go snake Edmonton for dry and McDavid. Oh my we're gonna goodness. absolutely snake them for it. We're gonna get them each for five million apiece. Wow. <laughs> Bold, but I like it. I like okay. it. We're gonna sn- we're gonna snake the Rangers of Chris Kreider. Yeah, okay, I'll play along. He he's still <laughs> sticking around for seven more years. Okay, fine. We'll take Zabby. Oh god, you if you take Zabinich, I'll you know I'll what? No, I'll, you down. I'll, I'll, I'll make this easier for you. You can give us bad Panarin. No, <laughs> no thanks. I like fine, Panarin where he is. Fine, we'll take Laffy then. Oh my god. <laughs> You just want to snake everybody and their players. You really do. Uh, well, we're just gonna take the sh- we're just gonna take the Chicago Blackhawks, kill them off for a year, and then we're gonna come back as the Chicago Blackhawks in an expansion draft, and we're just gonna snake everybody. Oh lord, <laughs> that's unbelievable. But anyway, that's the bottom line snake with City. the Blackhawks. Snake City. 
<laughs> Hashtag Snake City. Get it trending right now. I bottom line WMCX. Anyway, <laughs> that's the bottom line with the Blackhawks. Now, last topic of the show. Your Vegas Golden Knights. Now, as the we Vegas stand right Gold- now. The Vegas Golden Chrome Domes? <laughs> they're 22-12-1 at the time of this recording. First place in the Pacific. But, Austin, you're saying they're doing okay. Explain yourself. Do I have to when Leonard is out? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that, no further explanations. I'm just kidding. But I'm just kidding. But in all seriousness, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Like I said, Robin Leonard's out. Brissois in. Thompson gets called up from the AHL. I mean, we've played Tom. We haven't played Thompson yet this season. Yet since Leonard's been out for God knows what, they won't tell us. Mm. But, and I mean, sure, it's good for Brissois to get the ice time. But when he's letting in four or five goals a night, when do you call it quits? When do you Mm. say, hey, we're putting Thompson in this game? I I was just about to ask who's their backup. It's Thompson, right? Yeah, Thompson's backup since Leonard's out. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. I'm, I'm, I'm just really surprised that, they still will not say why Leonard's out. It's they said it's non-COVID related, but it's undisclosed. It definitely must be for a personal reason then, because That's, there's no way he'd be out this long with without it being a personal reason. I just hope everything's okay. I mean, I would hope so too. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Kim Moisa, Isles Go Three, would be able to tell us more information because she is a massive massive Robin Leonard fan, as you can as you can already tell by her Twitter. She has the uh, video uh, pinned to her Twitter of her uh, hugging Robin Leonard. Um, but yeah, anyway, but l- listen, I, I really hope he's okay, but yeah. you, you, you can't be out this long and, and like basically leave your team out to dry like this as far as goaltending is concerned. Like, mm-hmm. y- your goaltending is questionable right now. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's very questionable. And not on now on top of that, we're missing key players. Stone's yeah. Out, Stone's out once again. Stone was out. I don't know if he still is. I, I don't remember. And Patrick Reddy just – And Patrick Reddy's got – just had wrist surgery, so he's out indefinitely. Oh, great. Great. Well, there's there's one player I got to cut from our fantasy team. <laughs> That's one you got to drop to the bench. Oh my god! And, just, and I mean, I I say those two in particular because that's our captain and that's our power. And I mean, we've had players step it up. Sure. I mean, Adam Brooks, he's doing good. Chandler Stevenson, once again, doing what he's got to do. Oh, actually, I just found out this. Um, information from uh, from Vegas, from the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal by Ben Gotts. Um, they actually got two players back in practice this past Monday. One of them was Mark Stone. Um, he was practicing in a non-contact jersey after getting hurt December 21st against the Tampa Bay Lightning. He sat out three games, but he'll be he's he's not expected to be back this week, but he'll be back within the next one to two weeks. They're saying. And the other one is Robin Leonard. Thank the Jesuses. <laughs> Thank God. It says, it, 
It says Robin Leonard skated with the team after missing the last four games because of a lower body injury he suffered December 19th against the New York Islanders. No wonder he's been out this whole time. Are you kidding me? A lower body injury? Wow. I mean, it, it, must, it must have been pretty significant for him to be out almost a month. As, as Austin walks off the set, he can't believe it. All right, so we got Austin back on the set. <laughs> After telling his uh, cohorts the good news about Robin Leonard, but a um, little bit of a twist here. Uh, do we have a uh, little bit of a uh, delivery? Oh my goodness, we got a little uh, unboxing with Mr. Taco here on got the a show. Unboxing with Taco here, I know exactly. <laughs> I'm really excited. But yeah, while well, you're finding out what that is, which only took like five seconds, like no wonder he's been freaking out this long. What do we got? It's By the mine. way, if, 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 you're, if you're not watching on YouTube, then go watch it on YouTube to understand yeah. what's going on. It's my Mark andre 500 win t-shirt. Oh, wow. That, that's the one you've been waiting for for how long? It's his 500 win. Okay, yeah, they, <laughs> which is what, a month ago? About a month, month and a half ago. Okay, well, you finally got it. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well done. That's a piece of, that's a piece of history right there, boys. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, congrats to Flurry on a tremendous career. I know he's hanging it up after the year is done. And uh, is he a Hall of Famer in your eyes? First ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you kidding me? Because I, I, I definitely think he's a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. No question. But. First ballot. Wow, that's uh that's the first ballot Hall of Famer. That, that's something to think about with me, to be honest. I don't know. I gotta right. uh I gotta right, revisit his we? stats. All right, where were we? Robin Leonard. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, but no, Robin listen, Leonard. I'm glad we found out that he's skating with the team, but to be out with a lower body injury for that long, I mean, it had to have been pretty pretty significant for him to, for him to be out almost a month. Yeah, but the real question is. The real question is, now when is he going to be back playing? They 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 didn't say that. They didn't say that. Um, Let me check. You know what Stone? Um, I read it earlier. They said at least um, another one to two weeks. Uh, they haven't said anything else um, involving a Robin Leonard as of right now. But if I do well, find out more information, then I'll uh, I'll be sure to share it on uh, social media. I'm sure also I'm sure also will be sharing on social media as well. What happened? Ew. Starting goaltender for for uh, Columbus tonight is Jonas Corposalo. Corposalo starting again. Wow. He's okay. ju- he just came back from COVID. Oh wow. Okay. You. Huh. Interesting. See. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. But listen, the oh. bottom line with Vegas is just this: yes, they're in first place, but. If they don't get these key players back soon, then uh, things could be uh, going downhill real quick. That's oh, all I'm going to say. Interesting. What do we got? We've got unconfirmed for Yoki Saros tonight, but Logan Thompson is likely to start tonight. Hmm. In other, in other news, uh, Colorado and Chicago have confirmed Darcy Kemper versus Marc-Andre Fleury in that tonight. Oh, there we go. There we go. Speaking of Flurry, you got your shirt. He's playing. <laughs> All right. Let's get it. Hey, at least we can end this show on some good news for your boy. That'll wrap it up for this episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. Yes.
Keep in mind, this is the one time I cheered for Robin Leonard coming back. Kim, you're welcome. <laughs> Kim, if you're watching, I think he's finally getting on board. But anyway, uh, they might be a little bit there. They <laughs> might be a little bit there. There's not much. Oh, my goodness. But what are your thoughts on how the Rangers are doing? And leave us your thoughts on the Blackhawks and the Knights as well. At bottom or line just tell us about your team. Social media. What's that? Or just tell us about how bad your team is. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if you if you want to vent, you're more than welcome to. The floor is yours on social media at Bottom Line WMCX. Use hashtag Bottom Line. And once again, they know where please, to find me. Yeah, <laughs> please subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode. And subscribe on all audio platforms. Include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. Um, one more piece of news here, not NHL related. Um, it has been brought to my attention that the Washington football team is finally going to unveil a name next month. Thank God. <laughs> what took them so long? They just wanted to be the Washington football team. Leave them alone. What if they stay the, <laughs> what if they stay the no, Washington football it's team? No, it's too bland. Well, you know what? No, they're going to be called the Washington football club. Oh, God. If, if that's the case, I retire my football fandom there. <laughs> but no, listen, it, it's, about, it's about time, but who knows what the heck their name's going to be. I, I personally like the Red Hogs, but that's just me. I, want, I like the Washington Football Club. <laughs> Can we also WFC. get that trending now? <laughs> the WFC. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. But, yeah, since we brought that up, what do you think the name of the Washington football team is going to be? For Mr. Taco, I'm Drew Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace and take care.